Okay, so I know you've been out of school for a couple weeks, but I'm going to ask you to do something tonight. I'm going to ask you to think. I'm really sorry. Um, so I want you to think for a minute. I want you to think about a time, uh, maybe a person or a thing that has really just made you happy. Like in your core, at your very being, your face lights up, something that has made you happy. Do you have that in your head right now? Great. That's awesome. I'm glad. Keep it there. I want to tell you a couple things that have given me joy in my life. You ready? Number one, August 6th, 2005. I was standing at the front of a church in Henderson, Texas. The back doors opened up, and through those doors walked the most beautiful woman in the world. She walked down the aisle. I could not... You know how sometimes like you have the smile that you can't get rid of, and you look like an idiot? That was my face. Uh, and, and I just I remember that moment thinking... I am blessed to spend the rest of my life with Ashley. May 25th, 2011. A little bit different day. That day was a day that I became a father. That was the day that my first daughter, Mallory Margaret Henley, was born. She was beautiful. She still is beautiful. She held my finger with her little bitty hand. And it was awesome. October 22nd, 2015. Just seven months ago. I get to be a daddy to two little girls. And Adelia Grace was born. And she too was beautiful. Is beautiful. She got those fat rolls. That means she's healthy. You know what I mean? And when both of those girls were born, I, I remember. I remember that I, I we we did the little finger hold. You know, your, your little hand holds my finger, and I, I can hold you like right here. And you're so tiny. And, and and I remember changing diapers and thinking it was awesome. I don't think that anymore. And, and I remember. I remember just taking picture after picture after picture after picture because I wanted to tell everybody about these beautiful gifts that had given me such great joy. Do you still have that in your mind, the thing that has given you joy? I think, I think we find joy in the things that we love. Maybe for you it's not something deep like someone that you're going to spend the rest of your life with. Or maybe is yeah, I'm, most of you don't have children. Please keep it that way um, for at least a long time. Um, but maybe it's something else for you. I don't know what it is for you, but we find joy in the things that we love. We find joy and the things that we love. And sometimes those are awesome things, and sometimes those are really dumb things. And we find joy in things that we have no business having joy in because they're really not worth it. So we're going to be looking at the book of Philippians a lot over the next two weeks. And the book of Philippians is a lot about finding joy in the one that we love. It's about finding joy in 
our walk with Jesus Christ. You see, when Paul writes Philippians, he's been arrested. And that means he's in chains. He's been bound. He's, uh, I think, under house arrest at that point. But he's locked up. And, and he's had a lot of things happen to him at this point in his life. He's been stoned and drug out of the city because they thought he was dead. Um, he will go on to be shipwrecked and, and have snakes bite him. And all this crazy stuff that happens in Paul's life. And even though he's under arrest and he's been locked up because of the belief that he has that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, he still writes this book about the joy that he has in knowing and following Jesus Christ. Man, I get a splinter and my world falls apart. Paul is in chains for the gospel and he's still saying... I am going to rejoice because of what God has done for me. He says, whatever is to my profit, I count it loss. All the things I have going for me, they don't even matter in comparison to how great God is. I I know what it is to have plenty and I know what it is to want a lot. And in all things, I can be content, no matter what is going on in my life. And he's able to say that because he's come to know and love Christ. He finds joy in the one that he loves. I came across this quote the other day. It's from a guy named Charles Spurgeon. You may have heard of this guy before. He said a lot of really great things, but he said this. He says, if Christ be anything, he must be everything. I'll say it again. If Christ be anything, then he must be everything. Meaning, if Jesus means anything to you, if, if you've ever heard the story of Jesus, and it's done something in your heart, and you heard how he healed people, and how he was filled with love and compassion for those who were thrown away by the rest of the world, if you've ever heard those stories about Jesus Christ, and you thought, man, that's pretty cool. If Christ be anything to you at all, then he must be everything. You see, there's a lot of time that we, uh, we think about our faith as like, we're going to to like dabble in faith like we're gonna nibble at it like maybe we'll we'll just test it out we'll put our toes in the water and see what's going on but paul or charles spurgeon here says no 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 if christ be anything then he's got to be everything i don't know why you're here for these two weeks maybe it's because a cute person of the opposite gender invited you Maybe it's because you heard about all the great hikes and the beautiful mountains. Maybe it's because, I don't know why you are here, but if Christ be anything, he must be everything. There's no more time of like checking it out and going, oh, well, well I kind of like that that Jesus said. That was really nice. Oh, yeah, but this, no, 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 no. Our faith is not a tested out faith. Our faith is, and our belief in Jesus Christ is a push all the chips into the middle moment. It's no longer just, I'm going to just check this out. If Christ be anything, he must be everything. And so I don't know what you're doing back home in your faith. Are you someone who just kind of 
nibbles at it, maybe you go to church every once in a while, you go, oh yeah, I like this place. This, this guy that teaches, he's funny, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, oh, oh yeah, they give away candy, that's good, I like candy. Are you, are you trying to nibble away? Are you trying to find joy in things that don't matter? When you've got it staring you right in the face in the form of Jesus Christ? It's time to step it up. It's time, it's time to stop splashing around in the kiddie pool. And it's time to dive head first, all in, that if Christ is anything, if he's ever meant anything to you, then it's time that he means everything to you. That that's where your joy is found. Joy is not found in video games. Joy is not found in people of the opposite gender. Joy is not found in music. Joy is not found in those things. No, because true joy comes from one place, and that is Jesus Christ. I don't care what anybody else has ever told you. They're absolutely wrong, because real, true joy only comes in the form of of knowing and loving and following Jesus Christ. If Christ be anything, he must be everything. Once Paul, the guy that writes Philippians, makes this decision that Christ is going to be everything, he literally changes everything about his life. He even changes his name. He's like, Saul? Mm, no, that doesn't sound like a good Christ follower, but Paul, one letter, ha <laughs> ha, done. He changes everything about his life. He goes from killing people who believe in Jesus to um, doing everything he can to get everybody else to follow Jesus. If Christ be anything, he must be everything. And so here's the question I want to start off our two weeks at Blue Haven with tonight. In what or whom do you find joy? And where do you go looking for it? And then my second question is, do you believe that Christ is anything? Do you believe that He's anything? Just a little bit? If you're finding your joy in places that aren't in Christ, it's time to toss that in the fire. And it's time to be someone who pushes their chips all in into a relationship with Jesus Christ. Where are you finding your joy? And if you answer that question with anything other than Jesus Christ, it's time to make a change. One of the reasons you came here is because there's opportunities. There's opportunities to think about your faith. There's opportunities to dive deeper into God's Word. There's opportunities to build solid relationships with other Christians who want to encourage you. There's opportunity to spend more and more time in prayer to God. Are you going to take advantage of that? Christ be anything to you. It's time that He becomes everything. Let your joy be found in the 
only source for true joy, and that is Jesus Christ. I hope that you take advantage of this time that you have here at Blue Haven. And I hope that if Christ has meant anything to you, if you've ever thought about Jesus Christ and following Him, that during these two weeks you'll make the decision that it's not just a two-week thing, that once we leave this place, that your joy will be found only in Jesus Christ.